Welcome to the Cowboy Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Terrence. It's with me and my co-host, Jason, calling in for the Cave in Indianapolis. Jason, how are you, my good man? Hey, man, I'm fantastic. You know what night it is, bro? It's Cowboy Bros Night, episode 78. As somebody reminded me earlier, we are on the road to 100, and we have three interesting topics, folks. And just a heads up, we may have some disagreements on this on this show. So listen up. I appreciate the disclaimer. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> the calling out that is, is in fact episode seventy eight. But the uninitiated, Calpar Bros is the podcast to hear. This is, we are a weekly podcast of fans of sports, current events, and entertainment. And as always, we are your hosts, Terrence and Jason. And every single Thursday, we come to you with a brand new episode where we discuss the current events of the day, sports, and the athletes we love, and even some of the athletes we loathe. No matter the topic, you can expect a brutally honest and fun exchange of snark while learning through the lens of our 30 years of friendship that originated in Calumet Park, Illinois. And folks, for more Cal Park Bros content, make sure you connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok under the handle Cal Park Bros or Cal Park Bros Podcast for more behind the scenes of the show and just engage with us every single day. But do not forget that the Cow Pop Bros podcast is available to listen and subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. I like that diction. <laughs> like us, love us, share us, follow us. If folks, if you like us, hell, why wouldn't you? I'm glad you clearly enunciated that very well. Thank you. But like Terrence always says, we are the podcast to hear and watch. So make sure you're living it, loving it, and doing it. Clearly, we're having a good time tonight. Uh, let's kick off the segment, dog. Uh, some football is in order. NFL season is in full effect. And first first order of business, Bobby Wagner. Bobby what did he Wag- do? Bobby Wagner. Uh, Bobby Wagner uh, is a, uh, got a police report filed on him. Um, there's a lot of ratchetness on, on, for off on the field antics this week. Um, Bobby Wagner, um, actually tackled a protester on the field, Jason. Um, that he did. Now I saw this, um, on, on highlights after the fact, I wasn't watching the game live or anything, but, uh, I thought it was interesting that uh that uh the uh protester and i and i hate protesters that basically they know that you know they they manage to they get a lot of you know open field between them and like security in an event like this um in like a big stadium right and so they know it's going to be a little bit harder for somebody to catch them anyway jason but Bobby Wagner managed to make this open field tackle on this guy. Um, and it was a pretty solid tackle, you know, even though Bobby Wagner is at, at, at the tail end of his career, right? And Correct. so Bobby, Bobby Wagner lays this guy out. Um, and then security, you know, they, they take care of the rest. And then the irony is, is that the security guy, um, not the security guy, the protester ends up pressing charges or filing police report, rather. Um, you have an issue with that? And I was just going to say, man, listen, if anything, if he was going to file a police report, he should have hit him harder. 
you know, I don't think, I don't, th- I don't think, uh, I don't think, I don't think the cops gonna charge Bobby Wagner with anything, right? If anything, he was doing, he was fulfilling a public service obligation. He was doing a public good. So you're saying you're doing the public good? Why? Be- because this protester was interrupting uh, a a football game. Uh, he was interrupting commerce. He was he was he was he was interrupting uh he was inter- interrupting uh Sunday service. I can't tell if you're being serious or joking. I mean, it's definitely a little bit of column A and column B. I I I, I don't I don't I don't I don't su- support this fuckery, man. I don't su- support uh protesters interrupting games like this. So to, okay, so you said that a few times specifying protesters. So if he wasn't protesting and he was just some idiot running the field, would you have the same opinion? I'm sorry, run this by me again. So sure, you you said multiple times that you have an issue with protesters doing this. So would you have an issue, or rather, would you still feel the same way if the person wasn't protesting and they were just some random idiot running the field, like people do at sporting events? I mean, again, you seem to harbor those feelings towards protesters, which is what it is, which we'll get still- into. He's still he's still disrupting the event. That's okay. the reality. Um, there 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 is a clear policy on every ticket, on every and every um, every arena has a pretty clear cut policy about not not doing this shit. So you 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 have no idea whether this person could be. Um, potentially a danger to either themselves, to others. Things could quickly go left from here. So yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty much not in the mood for that shit. I, it, uh, I, I, I'm not I'm not uh, willing to suffer fools on this one. I'm sorry. You know, you know, people can talk about. Uh, the, the freedom of, of speech, all they want. Hey, you you, you want to act a fool? Great, take your ass outside the stadium. Thank you for answering that question. I wasn't sure where you're going to go with that, so thank you for explaining that. So, um, so as we first start off, the protester did file charges. Excuse me, like you said, file a police report against Wagner. Um. W- now, I definitely understand and agree to, to, to your point, and actually a point Bobby Wagner you know, said, that he doesn't know, he said he was protecting the safety of the people, which basically, I didn't see him say this on video, so I, I couldn't tell if he was kind of joking when he said that. But whether he was or wasn't, to his point, I agree, because you don't know what somebody's going to do. It wasn't like he had a sign saying, hey, I don't, I'm only doing this or whatever, blah, blah, blah. He just a guy running the field with like, like a smoke device, you know, whatnot. So, so in that regard, I definitely get it that Bobby Wagner was doing something he thought was right to keep the safety. Okay. I also agree with your point when it comes to, yes, people have the right to protest, including, in some regard, running on the field. However, as we always say, yes, you have a right to do something, but you also have a right to the consequences of those actions. Yeah, you don't and have no- a right. You, have, you Listen. You have a right to fuck around. You also have a right to find out what's happening afterwards. Okay, I agree. So, and typically, yeah, security in normal situations, security, yeah, that's that's catch a person, and the person gets you know arrested, taken to the ground, what have you. Correct. Now, 
I guess the question could be is did, or in any case, if it was security or a player, did they go overboard when it comes to taking them down? Now, I, I'd also, I saw the reports from multiple websites that said that the, the individual suffered only minor injuries at the time, a burn for probably 40 years he was carrying, and he woke up with a headache or whatever. Now, later on, according to a report from yesterday, again, this is something that happened in a game, you know, last week, you know. So it was Rams versus uh, uh, Niners or what have you. But anyway, so apparently, according to the police report that was filed, the individual, because he went in the next day, apparently the individual had a concussion. So now, I know you were mentioning that Bobby White knows no charges filed as of the moment. I would think there wouldn't be, but now I didn't see this report until today. Now, I don't know when they became aware of it or whatnot, but I would kind of wonder, okay, well, since he got a concussion, could that be grounds to say, hey, you know, maybe you went a little overboard and here's these charges. Or going back to point A, what you said, well, you should have been on the field in the first place when it comes to how that comes into play with the police. Who knows? Now, I'm sure the charges will file because the individual protester, whose name I'll, I can mention if you, if you, later on if you need to, he probably filed the charge because he felt he was over, you know, I don't want to say abused, but basically they felt like he was a little, being a little abuse of power, I guess you could say, whatever, because obviously Bobby Wagner has some power. You know, even though this, even though this isn't Seattle Bobby Wagner, this is L.A. Bobby Wagner, he still has some power to him. So, um so yeah, that's why the, the again I'm not I don't know the guy I know the organization he works for or protests for or whatever, but I don't know who this guy. But I'm assuming the file, charges were filed because of that reason because he felt that Bobby Wagner was a little overboard. So now I'm guessing you're probably going to disagree with the overboard part based off por, uh, point B I was making that he should should have been on the field in the first place. I'm guessing is that correct? He was in their habitat. The end. He's lucky he has his damn teeth. I mean, yeah, I do agree. Wagner probably could hit him a lot worse because, you know, it wasn't just a full-on spear tackle to the ground. I mean, I mean, listen, listen. He's lucky that multiple, multiple professional athletes did not destroy him. We're talking about just, I mean, we're talking about just one guy. I mean, there, w- there was a second uh, trailing player that was involved, but the real star of the show is who finished him off, right? And fans have been out of control for a, for a, for a long time. I I offer no quarter to them. Fans like this, and then, listen, I offer no quarter to them. I'm pretty consistent on this, by the way. You're ruining the experience. For all of us, you're ruining. Um, Let me finish, please. You're ruining the experience for us at the game. You're ruining the experience for us at home. Hell, you're ruining the experience. Well, you might be ruining. You might not be ruining the experience for us um, on these parlays because hell, there could be a a new opportunity uh, for some recklessness on uh, on these sports books, man. There could be a new opportunity for some unknown potential for chaos. Ruining the experience. Is that what you want to go with? Yeah. Yeah. I Listen, okay. Jason, Jason, it's okay for me to say I don't like it. Okay? It's okay I'm for not, me to so, say I'm, I, I, I'm not saying you can't. 
but ruining the experience for for all of us or no ruining the experience okay so i'm not sure if this is exclusive to baseball games but i've seen plenty of footage of live sporting events where somebody runs on the field and the fans start cheering every time he makes a dodge to cut up you know a uh a security guard so i i would say just the opposite the fans don't aren't ruined by that. They actually enjoy it. Now, now partially, yeah, they probably enjoyed him getting hit by Bobby Wagner too. But to say somebody running on the field ruins the experience, I'm going to definitely disagree with you because it seemed like the fans, at least the ones in the, the stadium, actually enjoy it. Do you, I mean, have you not seen any of this or kind of know what I'm talking about when it comes to fans actually cheering somebody running on the field? Right, right. Yeah. They enjoyed the result. They did not enjoy him doing it. Those are two different things. Uh, okay. What, what makes you say they don't enjoy him doing it? What makes you say that? That that because Jason, what Jason? Because yeah. All right. There's a reason a million people don't aren't allowed to just run on NFL stadiums fields. Okay. There's a reason for that. There's a reason this isn't this isn't the NCAA's where you know this pandemonium where they storm the field. Okay, this isn't chaos. That isn't acceptable behavior. All right. So what I'm telling you is, yeah, if somebody is dumb enough to do that, yes. The general consensus is yes. The public does want to see that guy get feared. Because we do want to see justice. We want to see stupidity meet that end. You are correct. Okay, again, yeah, they like that part of it, but I'd, I'd say the same thing. They still like him running on the field, him or her running on the field too. Now, obviously, they're not hoping for that to happen, but if it does, hey, okay, great. Look at, hey, look at that guy. Hi, hey. Like, look at him, that security. Yeah, yeah. You know, and again, obviously, they're going to like the tackle and takedown too, but also, but to that point, I've seen stadiums where they actually boo when the guy gets tackled and taken to the ground, right? Because they're rooting for that guy. Yeah, they know he's going to get caught, but they're booing when it happens. It's like pro wrestling. Yeah, the, people might be cheering for the for the, fa- the baby face in the match, but whenever the heel wins, what are they going to do? They're going to boo. Same thing. And you're talking about people being allowed on the field? I don't think that really plays a part in whether or not people like. Hell, to that, to that point, that's probably why, why people actually do like it. Cause that guy doing something that that that's not allowed. Like I I know, like I said, I know you and I, based on this conversation, aren't going to be running on the field anytime soon. But am I going to be feel like my experience is ruined if somebody does? No. Whether it be because they're actually on the field running around, or if I'm waiting for them to get tackled and smashed. Either way, is what it is. I know it ain't going to be me. I'd love to see you do it, but I know, I know you're not gonna because you, you're a responsible adult, and I get that. But I, I think it's a far stretch to say it's ruining the experience of anybody watching the game, as far as a fan in the stadium or on TV. Now, sure, it's ruining the experience, I guess, for the, for the people who have to work in the stadium, i.e., security, i.e., the players and whoever else. I'm sure they rather than I had to deal with that. But ruining it for the fans, I, I had to disagree with you. As a matter of fact, folks, <clears throat> I'm sure leave a comment when we post a video or whatever about this because. I'm curious to see. Now, I'll say that's my opinion. Terrence said he is. I'll, you know, post your comments about it. Let us know. Call in. Let us know. Whatever. 
I'm very curious to see what people have to say on that. If you feel like the fan, your experience as a fan, either on TV or in the stadium, is ruined because somebody ran on the field. I can tell Terrence is looking up something and they try to, you know, refute anything I just said. I mean, I'm not going to refute Terrence, your opinion. I'm not going to refute Terrence your opinion. A, I'm good on it. Terrence yeah. is a known refuter. Terrence is a known refuter of everything I say. So it just should be different to the show. So, I, so yeah. I don't refute absurdities. I simply move on to the next segment. Speaking of which, transition. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. With that said, that concludes segment one. We're going to move on to something a little more uh, uh, different. We're going to talk about polyamory. Coming up next on Cop Art Bros. First, let me apologize, friends. I am sorry I have neglected to leave a message the last two weeks. You know, episode 77 and 76, I believe. You know, the race to 100 is on. Let me apologize for not, you know, leaving a message. I got busy at school, you know, teaching the youth of America and having them listen to the Cal Park Bros. But that's no excuse. The real excuse is I finally found a PS5 in the wild. I was just on my way in to buy a game and I so just so happened to have a PS5. So not only have I been working hard, I've been playing hard. But you know what I still did? I still listened to the Cal Park Bros. Now, make sure you're not like me and you share, you like, you comment, you subscribe. Do whatever you have to do to help out our friends, Terrence and Jason. Gentlemen, let's get the podcast rolling. See ya! Welcome back to Cal Park Bros. <laughs> Jason, off, Jason and I are fresh off the first segment. <laughs> What is so funny, sir? Uh, second segment's about uh, polyamory. <laughs> is, that, is that what you're laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Jason and I are not in a in a threesome. This podcast what? is the closest as I, Jason and I are ever going to be in a relationship. Why are you telling our, all our secrets, bro? People, people that don't need to know what we are or not or not doing, bro. It's come on. The reality is, you got the biggest fucking mouth between us. That's why you. That's why you quiet because you know it's true. <laughs> well, I, I was debating on. The, I was debating on whether or not I wanted wanted to say pause, but no, never mind. Mm. Anyways, uh, New York showing once again how progressive it is. Uh, New York City judge rules uh, polyamorous unions entitled to the same legal protections as two person relationships. So you can be as miserable as the rest of us. Hi-yo. Anyways, uh, this is uh opinion from New York City's eviction court has come down on the side of polyamorous unions in the case of West 49th Street uh, LLC versus O'Neill. Is that April O'Neill? New York Civil Court Judge Karen Mabe uh, Bakidan reportedly concluded that polyamorous relationships are entitled to the same sort of legal protection given to two-person relationships. Now, of course, this case involved three individuals, Scott Anderson and Marcus O'Neill, who lived together in a New York apartment, and Anderson's husband, Robert Romano, who resided somewhere else. Anderson held a lease, and following his death, the building's owner argued that O'Neill had no right to renew the lease because he was a non-traditional family member. <laughs> the attorney for the property owner said that O'Neill's affidavit, in which he claims himself as a non-traditional family member, is a fairy tale. 
According to LGBTQ Nation, the case returns to court after further investigation of the three individuals' relationship. In her decision, Judge Bakidan highlighted the importance of the previous case and asserted that the existence of a triad, no matter how they got along, should not automatically dismiss O'Neill's claim to the non-eviction protections. Before gay marriage was legalized in any state, uh, Brodsky versus Stahl, um, associate number 74, NY2D201, this is the 1989, was decided. And what they're saying is that this was the first time that basically a poly situation was entitled to legal recognition, Jason. Yes. Oh, this is wild. When I say wild, it's, it's complex. I'm not trying to make a judgment. It's none of my it's none of my business. I'm just saying that it is complex. I get it. She notes that as time has gone on, it, it is possible for a child to have more than two legal parents. As someone that served as a step parent, I could certainly recognize that. All right. So I've read enough of this. Jason, what are your thoughts on some of this? So first, let me make it clear, just in case some people don't know, we kind of described that, you know, polyamorous situation, but just to be kind of clear, what polyamory is, you know, loosely, I guess you can define it, is any, is a polyamory is the act of having intimate relationships, not necessarily just sex, with more than one person at the same time, with the consent of all parties involved. Now, I want to clarify that because there's a difference between that and polygamy which I've heard many people confuse the two or think of them as the same, but polygamy involves, on the other hand, a person who's actually married to multiple partners. Still usually with that same consent, but that's the difference between polyamory and poly polygamy. It's multiple marriages involved in polygamy. Now, my general thought is, initially, obviously, this is, at the moment, one particular state we're talking about here in one particular case. Now, I probably have to go a lot further along to make it more of a national thing to have those polyamorous relationships have protections all across the board, just like two-person marriages. That might take a little, a little, a lot more if it ever gets there. But I find it interesting, though, like you said, the state of New York is the one that, that did this. Uh, in general, a forward-thinking, well, at least because of its population, a forward-thinking forward state, you know, Um so for me, I thought it was kind of interesting and cool, and that's why I kind of put this myself into the hopper for us to talk about. But not only that, just to more talk about polyamory in general as well, because I feel like it's one of those things that not about people are familiar with, something people don't talk about either. Not that I've ever done it or anything, but but definitely kind of interesting there. Um, when it comes to this particular case, which we can kind of stick to that for a second, what you're saying, what uh, one of the lines in there said that even though it's a, it's a triad or tripod, it shouldn't automatically just declaim, uh, dismiss the claim in regards to having to be able to renew the lease. Because like you said, even though the husband didn't live there because they were married, that would still give some tie there. So legally at least, you know, even though it wasn't on the lease and that's what the judge is basically saying. So, so even though, again, the two people living there weren't married because the other one person who died in this case, I believe, did, that's why those things can happen. Um, so it's pretty kind of a cool situation. But, Terrence, I have a question for you. In general, before I said any of this stuff regarding what polyamory is, 
how familiar were were you with Poly Army in regards to what it is? And then I'm, question I'm, B I'm to familiar. that. Well, go ahead. Go I'm, ahead. No, I'm, go ahead. I'm, so I'll answer the turn. I answer part A of your question. Um, I'm familiar with the term. Um, um, you know, from a previous life, of course, online dating. I was familiar with the term. I didn't. I didn't quite get it because I was like, "So how does that work?" Right? Because you know, from a traditional perspective, you know, I'm I'm coming from the perspective of okay, you're dating, you know, traditionally, and and it's it's a one to one kind of position, right? And I never really considered a oh you you would have what you as you mentioned a triad if you will or a tripod. I think it is is it actually called a tripod or is that something else? <laughs> I I have never heard anyone specifically who is a poly, in a polyamorous relationship use that term. Yeah, uh, I think that's not so. Who want to make it up? Go ahead. No, no, no. I think that's some Mel Sham. I think that's some shit you invented. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think you need a, an actual th- three person thing for a tripod. But if in the, if it's in the term I'm thinking of, that's not camera term. But uh, but but anyway. Anyways. But but yeah, moving on. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So so question B, I guess C to this would be: Would you ever consider it if a person you were with presented it to you? I mean, I know I'm not offering, so don't go there. One, don't flatter yourself, motherfucker. Two, uh, <laughs> I can, dude, we can barely handle an hour or a half of one another a week, let alone like dinner. <laughs> okay. So, again, I wasn't asking you about me because I wasn't offering. I'm just meant in general, but you know, somebody else is not me. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So relax. Um, no, I I feel like trying to keep one person happy is hard enough. I've never entertained the idea of trying to juggle um, multiple individuals, uh, personalities. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. So again, I have never indulged in polyamory. I've never been even presented realistically with that option. Uh, I don't believe I would have the capacity to do so. Uh, now, when I say that, I, I'll go into that in a minute. But so I do know people, or know of people, or I should say, and know of people who are or have been in polyamory relationships. Uh, conveniently enough, it's been all females, and they've had their boyfriend, and either they or their boyfriend have had. You know, people, I don't want to say on the side, because again, you're not hiding it because you're open about it and there's consent involved. But, and I've always, I've never, and the women I've talked about, I've never got a straight answer uh, from them on this, but I feel like for a woman in a polyamory, if your partner that you're with has, you know, somebody on their, again, I hate to say it, but side, I almost feel like. Side just sounds wrong, man. That's why I try. I'll think of a better word. I, I promise people. I'll think of a better word. No offense to anybody listening to this who's you know is po- in uh, polyamorous, but I almost feel like and I don't want to just put it on women, but I almost feel like you're fighting your human natural instinct instinct of jealousy. And obviously, 
not everyone is a jealous person, but we all have a small bit of jealousy, no matter who you are. Like me, I would always say I'm not a jealous person, but I'm still human. So, but I feel like when you're you're poly, you're fighting off some of that. Now, I could be wrong. I'm sure people will disagree. Um, and especially since this one individual, one one of the individuals I'm talking about was actually married. Like, as a female married to the male, and I know for a fact the male very publicly on social media had a second girlfriend, or I shouldn't say had a girlfriend in addition to his wife. And to me, that seems like that seems like it'd be more difficult because, yes, I'm married to you, so I made that commitment to you. But you know what I mean? There's so here's somebody else, and you gotta be okay with it because we agree, read upon it. Whoa, but, whoa, 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 you know? Whoa. So here's my question. Uh, to yeah. you, Jason. So you got to be okay with it. But what happens when you're no longer okay with it? Then what? I'll have to imagine there'll be a, have to be a conversation that goes on with between the two partners that, hey, I don't like this anymore. And then they have to take it from there. Now, how they handle it from there, I'll say that's up to them. But it still will have to be a conversation, I would think. Now, if, now, if that person doesn't have the conversation or tell them there's, there's a problem, then that may be the issue. But yeah. Because it is an open marriage or open relationship or whatever polyamory. Yeah, I'd imagine that openness is already there. They have that conversation anyway. So I have to imagine that if one person no longer likes having that arrangement, they'll probably say something or they'll just leave, one of the whatever. But one thing I, I what, in talking about this, I'm going to jump back to you in a minute. I've had this conversation with people in like certain chat groups on, um, on, on a, like on Facebook when it comes to, you know, social experience and whatnot. And people, the topic of polyamory has come up. And one thing that everyone's always said is, it's not just about sex. And I, like, for example, right. So like I said, well, you have the two people, right? And there's polyamory. What they're saying is that third person that comes in, they're not coming into things because because one of them wants to have sex with the third person. No. What they've also often said was people who are polyamorous don't necessarily believe that they can only have just one emotional connection to just one person. They can have it with more people. So when I say that again, it's not just about about just having sex with somebody on the side. Again, I know I said I'm gonna stop saying that. Oh my god! But give me, but give me a break. I'm gonna figure it out. No, you're not. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm throwing it back to you right now. I'll figure it out. Go ahead. Uh, so while while Jason clearly is not going to figure this out because he clearly has an emotional connection with the words side, um. From from my experience, polyamory. From those that I've I've spoken with, um, specifically those that use the term uh, e, um, uh, it's it's you know I've seen people use the term ethical non monogamy. Why you ro- why you rolling your eyes, dog? You say if you say, if you're feeling frog, you say something. Listen, so I'm sure there's a reason why people came up with that term. Maybe it sounds less taboo than polyamory, but I, as someone who's been on dating site dating apps and seen that that term get thrown out there a lot, I literally hate it because Why? no, because because one, because every time I ask somebody, they don't explain it. Like I always ask them, okay, so what does this mean? Eth- ethical non-monogamy. Like why is it ethical? Like like explain it, and no one ever does. I'm sure I can Google it right now, and it'll probably say polyamory. Okay, great. That's totally what okay. the concept is, but what is okay. ethical monogamy? Like why? What's what's why? Okay, you know. Okay, all right. Peep this. 
how about this? And since I'm not in that situation, it's probably I'll, I'll give you my best stab at it. Um, when I hear the term ethical, that means if I'm gonna do this, I'm going to do it the right way, and that means. If I'm going to con go about my business this way, I'm going to go about this in such a way that everything's above board. I communicate everything about this. There are no secrets. Everything I communicate this to you, my partner knows about it. I'm not I'm not texting you on on some on some sneaky leak shit. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, saying one thing to you, but, um, basically saying something else when I get back home, right? That is what I consider to be ethical. Whether it's, you know, monogamous or non-monogamous, like, like, that's, I put a lot of focus on the ethical part. Mr. Ethics over here. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I took you off, off your point, what you're, you're trying to make. Did I? Did you, you were going to say something else? I, I know mean, we went off on the whole ethical thing because I was shaking my head. My bad. I mean, that's that's the big focus to me, dude. Like, like, I don't, to me, I don't give a shit. Like, whether, if that's how you get down, that's fine. If, if, is, if, if that's how you and your partner get down, that's, whatever um it's it's just a definition you know i have a disdain for acronyms that predates online dating okay in general so i don't want to focus too much on that any damn way and and i'll just leave it there okay so that's fair enough. You've definitely explained your point very well when it comes to polyamory. Um, and for the moment, <clears throat> you are correct. I, at the moment, I did not think of a different word to use as opposed to the side or side. Uh, however, we still have another segment of the show. And maybe I'll think of it. But until then, yeah, that's our take or takes on polyamory or ethical non-monogamy as Terrence likes to use E&M as he hates so here we go and with that said let's move on to something a little less uh heavy or yeah, actually a little, sure? something a little, or something a little heavier Kanye yeah coming up next look out for
Welcome back to Calpar Bros. We're fresh off the uh, polyamorous discussion. Jason still hasn't figured out a better term for uh, side, which really means that uh, Jason is not ready for a polyamorous relationship. Don't you tell me what I'm ready for. <laughs> uh, consequently, uh, I don't think Kanye West is really ready for any relationship. Specifically, a relationship with social media. Is that a fair assessment, or, Jason? Or Kim Kardashian. Are you saying Kim Kardashian isn't really ready for a relationship with social media either? No, I, well, I, no, I meant, uh, uh, Kanye's not ready for a relationship with her. That's why I told him. Uh, but anyway, moving uh, on. Moving on. Got it. Yeah, see that, okay. see that one over your head, bro? Because you were trying to be too funny. So, yeah, just, I need you to bring that down a little bit. I mean, I mean, keep going, dog. I mean, so. No, 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 you go. Lead us into the subject, sir, because I'm about to flame you later, so go ahead. I mean, clearly you're still having a better week than Kanye West is because he's been effectively deactivated from the socials. Uh, it's, it's, it's rough. It's rough when you get you get banned from, you know, temporarily banned from Facebook and Twitter. I mean, he was going at Adidas for a minute. And it's just, it's it's such a tired tirade. Like, him going at Adidas is so old. Him going at the Jews is so old. Him going at his ex-wife is old. Like, bro, you realize how tired of an act it is to make people, like, feel bad for the Kardashians? I wasn't worried anybody feels bad for him. I mean, we know you don't. I I don't see any reason why anybody should feel, feel bad for them at all. I mean, other, I, other than Rob, other than Rob, but but yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but clearly, Kanye is having a manic episode. And then the White Lives Matter shit went down, you know. And I know that you know, I just, I've been kind of heads down, you know, for a minute. And I know that Kanye is just losing his shit when, like, you know, white dudes, like, 10 years older than me are, like, trying to keep me up to speed on the shenanigans that he's up to. So, it's just, it's a rough time, dog. We a long-ass way from college dropout, dude. With that being said, sir... You mentioned to me the the white life matter stuff again. That's what started this whole thing. Then obviously him getting locked out or banned or whatever from Instagram and Twitter. I still think the white lives matter thing I think is heavier than the Twitter stuff. No offense to anybody who's Jewish, but let's keep it real. the The attire that he wore during a fashion show I don't know sure if it was a fashion show for his line or anything else didn't matter. Him up there standing up with Candace Owens wearing white lives matter sweatshirts or t shirts or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, nah, dog. The day, all the crazy stuff he did might just be trumped by this. It was that. It was that. Again, a, for, was again, that a Freudian slip or what are you doing no, there? No, 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 no. Seriously. Well, I guess to my question to you is, and really to anybody else, if you want to chime in on this, drop a comment, call us, email, what have you. 
obviously you mentioned you probably have a list you have a long list of stuff that Kanye has done when it comes to him doing crazy stuff outlandish things offensive things what have you whatever and yes obviously he's still dropping music my question to you in particular I know you're a Kanye fan at least, at least musically how are you able to draw the line between all his antics and still being a fan of his music I'm not cr- trying to judge you or criticize you or say you shouldn't be because obviously like I said it's your opinion but I guess my question is, what really does he have to do for you to say, you know what? Screw this guy. I'm done with him in every way, musically included. So I think your question is, it's like, what horrible thing has he, hasn't he done yet? And would he have to do it? <laughs> if you want to frame it that way, that's fine. I feel, like that's, asking, I, I feel like that's what people basically say. And I feel like I'm not going to hypothesize on what he hasn't done yet. I mean, I'm not going to defend the indefensible. I mean, I've what, okay, what well, he's I, done, what Jason, what he's doing is indefensible. What he's doing with Candace Owens, what he's doing. I mean, he's making a mockery of himself. He lets people use him. He, he lets people use him and spit and he, they spit him out. Hell, Ten years from now, Donald Trump isn't going to give a shit about him. Okay, and and so, um, I—that's his choice, though. He's chosen to make a mockery of himself. I can't control that. I accept that. I don't have a choice in the matter. Um, it is what it is. My frustration is, is when people use, excuse me, use that as, as rationale to effectively downplay the music. The music should be the music. You know, I, I still think Kanye West is still a pretty good artist when he can actually focus on being a pretty good artist. Whatever the hell he's trying to do in fashion, I was like, eh, you know. Hell, me and my flat ass feet, I have no business trying to even secure Yeezys. I will be perfectly honest. Um the 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 real crux of the matter for me is for my own personal health, my own personal mental health, I do my very best to Avoid Kanye West at all costs on Twitter and on Facebook. Because I feel like, bro, you clearly, you just trying to get some attention. Okay, so a lot of things you said there. So first of which, I don't think anybody who doesn't want to isn't downplaying his music. Now, I, me personally... I, other than a few songs here and there, I'm not that big into his music, right? But I feel like anybody who has issue with all the things he's done, they're not downplaying his music. Some of them may just not choose to support his music anymore because of his antics. Now, like you said, you somebody can still recognize he's a good musical artist like you, but they can also just stop supporting him altogether because they don't want to, we'll say, finance you know, his antics. Now, obviously, there's still going to be people that do it, which is what it is. 
but that doesn't mean they have to. You know, and that can be applied to lots of lots of other things in life. But secondly, that's not what I asked you. What I asked you, in different words, well, let me ask you this way. So given the fact that you try to avoid him on Facebook and social media, which, yeah, you can do, but you're still going to hear about it because you're still alive. You know, you're still on social media, you know. So just because you're not following him or listening to him on social media doesn't mean people are going to share it. Like this story about the White Lives Matter, did you still know about it? I was aware of before it. I, before, before I brought it up yesterday? Yes. Yeah. I, I found out about it on Sunday, yes. So yeah, so you're still going to find out about it. So that being said, you can't avoid them altogether because again, you're not an idiot. You watch TV, you listen to people. So you know what's happening. So I guess my point is, I don't know why, why you're laughing. I'm not that funny right now. No. In this moment, not. in this moment, in this moment, in this moment, that before I, I, yeah, in this moment, to clarify, in this moment, but really, what what stops you from getting, and I want to say getting live, what stops you from also saying, screw this guy, I'm done with him. Because of what he's done is so deplorable. And I'm not talking about the next thing he could do. I'm not saying that based off of what he's done so far right now, which I, I have to imagine this most recent thing is, could be the worst. Again, like I said, my opinion. And we, we only have to put it on Kanye. Has there ever been anybody else in the history of being famous where you stopped supporting them, following them, whatever, because of their antics away from their industry of talent? Okay. I'll even take it out of the realm of somebody this famous. Somebody that perhaps doing you dirty personally. Um, just because someone's being horrible to you in the moment, I'm like, okay, this person might be a real asshole in the moment. I'm like, that doesn't mean that you think the worst of them. Um, that you're done with them forever, that you, you think the worst of them, that you, that you need to, you know, just literally just call it quits and, and, and literally, I don't know. I just, I look at it like, I feel like I still have like a little, little, pedestal like okay like literally i played college dropout earlier today i was like you know what in my head i'm just like why did i decide to listen to kanye west today i don't know why because i was just like in my head i'm like that guy's still there we say he's still there like what do you what do you mean because in my mind that guy's still there like in your head he's still there like not in my head like i choose to I choose to listen to that version of him. I know that person doesn't exist today. You dig? Like Uncle Ruckus Kanye exists today, Jason. He's out here rocking, rocking that ugly ass, ugly ass uh font up at Trump Tower. Polaris Kanye is never coming back, Mr. Ross. That doesn't mean Neither's Polaris. Touche. <laughs> Touche. Oh, so we'll explain that later. Touche. Touche. You know what? You know what? We should just we should just end the show right now. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> for clarification, folks, that's a high school that that uh, Kanye went to at some point in his high school life. That's and the high school is no longer there. It's called Polaris Pie, whatever, you know. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not coming back. But unfortunately, Miko, Kanye keeps coming back because people keep supporting him. I'm not I'm not saying not put point at you, but in general, yes, that's why he's still doing this this stuff because why would he stop? People still buy buy his music or whatever whatever. I try not to use any four letter words, Terrence, but you try you try to pull it out of me. Okay, stop, stop, stop. But but yeah, that that's why he's still going to keep doing these things, you know, because people still support him, which is their choice, which is like it's yours. And I, I think it was somebody from TMZ, but there was a brother who worked for TMZ, and this, I think it was, was an issue that happened before. I'm not sure. I don't even know why Kanye was even there, but Kanye was talking to the people at TMZ, whatnot. And and they got the, the 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 segment I saw pointed to when Kanye was talking to this dude, and this dude was like going off on him for like two minutes, saying about how damaging the stuff Kanye was doing is damaging for the regular black people who had to live in society. Because let's be honest here, Kanye West is Kanye West. Yes, he lives in society too, but because he's a celebrity, he can cut himself off from everything he that he needs to in his own little you know fortress of probably that he probably calls his home. And because also he's a celebrity, he's not going to be looked at and treated like the rest of us either. So that, so that's, yeah, the guy he's talking had a lot of great points, folks, and I'll sh- gladly share it on our, you know, Cowboy Bros pages when I find it. But yeah, but my point is, why should he have to stop doing these things when he doesn't have to feel the full brunt of his actions other than from social media and people calling him out, whether it be regular human beings like you and me or his fellow musicians and celebrities as well. But at the end of the day, who cares? Laws are still buying the music, right? I, I don't know if I subscribe to that shit. All I subscribe know to what? Supply and demand? Listen, what I'm telling you, Jason, is that you're you're talking about the whole as long as people buy that shit. What I'm telling you is Kanye West is paying a price for his fuckery. It may not appear like it, but he is. Explain a small quickly how. Or just small tidbits, or take take forever. It's your show, but I, I you're right. I don't see it other than socially, maybe. And that's just when I say socially, I mean social media, really. Okay, okay. I'm not talking about the fact that you know his fucking handle is fucking deactivated for a minute. Who gives a fuck about that? Uh, yeah, I'm talking. Okay. I'm 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 talking about the fact that he is being effectively ostracized. That that by is a, by by his own fucking culture. Like like he is a he he is he is being ostracized to some extent. But why should he care? If again, I bring it back to this. If the money's still there, listen. I'm not listen, saying. Listen. Go ahead, Jason. Jason. Go ahead. If 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 money was everything, um. And as our man Alex Jones is about to find out, clearly money is not everything, especially when you're about to part ways with it. Uh, and Kanye's not parting ways with none of it. He's, he's, not, 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 I don't know when he's dropping his next album, so I guess we'll see. But Respectfully, m- money can't buy you everything. And clearly, there is a, there is a void somewhere. And that is why he keeps spouting off with these absurdities because he is trying to fill 
that void. What that void is, I wish I could tell you. If I could, if, if, listen, if I knew that shit, I wouldn't be here. I'd be making a hell of a lot more money <laughs> somewhere else at, with this hour. <laughs> so that, that's my, that's my take champ. You, you feel free to disagree. I, I pretty much already did. So, so I don't, yeah, I, I agree. Okay. Yeah. Money can't buy you everything. True. But if it can but, buy you all you need, who cares? Yeah. yeah. He is. But if he, but listen, if money was all that, explain why he is so clinically unhappy and depressed. Listen, I didn't say anything about being happy. All I said was, why should he stop anything what he's doing if he's not being affected in the way that that would most affect him? Let's be honest, celebrities, they want to make more money because why? Because that's just the lifestyle they're used to. Right? Depressed or not, I'm pretty sure. You, well, I was gonna say, in many ways, it's probably better to be rich and depressed than broke and depressed. Just putting it out there. Okay. And with that said, we will close out the show. Thank you for listening to the Calpart Bros Podcast with your hosts, Terrence and Jason. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others. Post it about it on social media or leave us a rating and review. Five stars is always are appreciated. You can always send the show feedback and show topics at calpartbros.gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at calpartbros.com. You can always reach us on the CPB voicemail at 405-877-2767. That's 405-877-BROS. Who knows? Your message could end up on a future episode of this here podcast, Jason. Final thoughts for the people. Hey, final thoughts are, man, this show is everything I thought it would be. Had great conversations about things we agreed upon, things we didn't, mostly stuff we didn't agree upon, but guess what? It was still a good conversation to get out there. So I love this episode. This might be one of my favorites. And I have a lot of favorites, but this might be one of the top ones. And folks, hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you enjoyed it too. If you did, thank you so much. We appreciate that. But remember, we drop our audio episodes every Thursday com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And as of right now, we still drop our video segments on Mondays on Facebook and YouTube. Check those out as well. We can always see you're being very good Calvary Bros stalkers and Calvary Bros nerds. We see your comments. We see your likes. We see your shares. See you your favoriting things. We appreciate that so much. But we want you to stay part of that fam. The Calvary Bros fam. Remember this. Four things you got to do for us to make sure you stay part of that. I'm going to tell you what they are. You ready? You got to remember, make sure when it comes to all things Cal Park Bros, make sure you like us, love us, share us, and follow us. Because if you like us, why wouldn't you? With that said, this is Cal Park Bros. Signing off. Peace out, y'all.
like us, love us, share us, follow us. And if you like us, why wouldn't you?